Welcome to the podcast, Your Time with James Sweetman. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Your Time with James Sweetman. I'm delighted this week to be joined by Kira Conlon. Kira, you're so welcome. Thank you, James. Uh, let me give you a bit of background on on, uh, on Kira. Kira is a highly experienced coach, speaker, author, working with leaders, business owners, high performance individuals for over ten years now. She's an expert on productivity and performance, unlocking potential and accelerating performance for individuals and organisations are key themes within her work. She's published three books on productivity and personal development, which I'm sure we'll get into, and she speaks at conferences and corporate events and we certainly bump into each other on the speaker circuit as it would be known um, and we've something else in common as well we actually went to the same secondary school although I think I had left when uh, by the time Kira was there which makes me older um, <laughs> not that much older James not that much <laughs> anyway, you're so welcome Kira, and, and, and thank you for joining me in these in these challenging times. And, and I know, of course, when I, when I think of you, I think of productivity, I think of effectiveness. And with the challenge of COVID-19, of course, many people are finding themselves in positions of working from home. And maybe if we take that as a theme to start off with, is there any specific tips that you could give people who now find themselves uh, working from home, which would be a new routine for them. So yeah, it's something that I'm seeing and um, people I'm coaching, they all seem to be in this kind of turmoil. Um, definitely last week, I know as the weeks move on, there will be different things that people are experiencing, but um, people are finding it hard to to focus and to have clarity, I suppose, about what they should be focusing on. Um, we, we don't know how long this will last. We don't know what's coming next. We don't know how long we have to adjust our schedules for. So there is that uncertainty and discomfort that, that I suppose we're all feeling. But I think that the important thing is to really try as much as possible to try and get a bit more clarity about what's priority now. So whatever the plan, whatever the strategy or, or schedule was, for most of us, that will have changed. Mm -hmm. So the priorities that you had a month ago are not exactly the same as, as today. So what I'm advising people really is to look three months ahead. Now, we don't know exactly what that's going to bring, but just try from this point in time, from what we can visualize or see for now, to try and look at the three months and to make a new plan, to you know, focus on what are the priorities within that in order to get me to this goal maybe in three months' time. But of course, within that, there needs to be flexibility. We need to you know, be ready that the, that the landscape is gonna change again next week, next month, uh, but, but trying as much as possible to to keep to some kind of plan, some kind of schedule. And as always, I've said it since I started in productivity, I bore myself saying it, but the best tip, and you'll know this yourself, James, is you know, know what you're trying to achieve and put it into your calendar, plan the time, schedule the time, carve it out for your top priorities because that's how work gets done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sometimes, sometimes I think here it's about going back to basics, you know, with some of it. It's like they're the, they're the handrails that steer us through 
Um, ink it, don't pink it, of course, is always one of my favorite ones. Just get it down on paper so it's not rattling in your head. Um, although I, I find, and you're probably the same, and it's probably the same for so many listeners, is that you know what was once a very long to-do list is now quite short to-do list. Um, but it's, <laughs> but but I, I know for me personally, I'm I'm putting some effort into a to-be list. You know, so how do I want to show up? How do I want to be in, oh, in this scenario? And sometimes as well, because you know, I've often found it ironic in that. Um, you know, for me this year, I was looking to have a little bit of a sabbatical, you know, just a little bit of a time out to reassess. And it's like, yeah. oh, I now have it. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps, perhaps, not, perhaps not in my time scale or in the way I would necessarily do it. But I'm, I'm seeing it as a time to, to reassess priorities as well and to, and to maybe look at having a little bit of a to learn list as well as like, yes you know can I use yeah. this time to upskill in certain areas um, absolutely uh, you know there's so much opportunity yeah. that that's coming as well and you know this is what we need to look at as well what I'm finding is I, I'm back to a point of last week was I was knitting and painting furniture um, and, and this week I'm back into my old story yeah. of not having enough time because <laughs> I've readjusted I've yeah. reassessed yeah, and I, there's so much that I want to focus on and use this time for. Yeah, but this is where a lot of people get caught up as well. It's that okay now I I can see ahead. Now I want to achieve all these things, but lots of people get stuck here because they don't make a decision. Yeah, and that's really the key to productivity. It's making a decision and following through with it. So yeah. this is my focus. Yeah. So much I could yeah. do, but what am I going to do? Exactly. Um, exactly. So that's, you know, and, and as you say, all of this stuff is really simple, basic systems, priorities, or, or uh, simple things, but most of us don't do it. Yeah. Get, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, so it is. It is such fascinating times because we're outside of comfort zone for sure. Um, and when we're outside of comfort zone, we feel worried and anxious and nervous, and and we are habit forming creatures. And uh, we look for certainty and routine wherever we can. Um, but when we're when we're outside of comfort zone, we don't have those habits and routines and rituals anymore. Yeah. But we still have to look for ways of establishing new ones. Um, and absolutely figuring what the balance is there for us it is and and that's definitely would be you know a, a tip that i'm giving people as well as much as possible to stick with the routine mm. so this morning i'm not getting up as early as i would normally obviously when we leave the house but i've set 7 30 to be my deadline so that's the latest i can stay in bed and very easily i could have stayed in bed my first call was 10 a.m this mm. morning but I made myself get up and do all of the things that I normally do. So sticking to those routines is really important. Mm. And if you didn't have good routines, setting them or creating them yes. now, I think is essential yes. for mental health, I, yeah. physical health and everything else. Yeah. yeah, I was only speaking on that recently, whereas it's for those of us with any sort of a spiritual practice or mindful practice, 
this is what we've been practicing for <laughs> to start with. But if we haven't, if we haven't, this is this is the ripe opportunity to to do self care. It was it was with another client this morning, and I was saying you're doing so much in terms of crisis management and management and caring of your stakeholders and customers and clients. But how much of that are you directing towards yourself? You know, where are we where are we doing the self management and the self care bit? Yes. Which I think up up to this time has maybe been seen as optional or even indulgent for some True. people. Whereas yeah. now whereas now it's it's fundamental. It's fundamental. I, I've I've always had a morning routine, but now it's sort of shifted to morning, lunchtime and evening routine <laughs> because I need it. I, I need to have these handrails. Otherwise I'm spinning. Oh you know and and, and, and that should be something you go forward with this exactly. is the you know setting exactly. the new normal yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and i do find that that topic is fascinating because i know and again you know some health challenges i've had and 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 we've all had challenges but i often think that the brain is 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 an amazing piece of equipment because it will find a new normal and uh, it, it will do other things as well. We'll play movies in our heads and we'll, we'll do all of that stuff. But it, it, it's, I think that internal resourcing piece, um, what's the phrase I would use? It's a bit like finding the inner stillness to balance the external craziness, you know, to get to the inner stillness. But it's in that space then where we can decide what it is we're focusing on or we can bring creativity into... Yes. Um, Definitely. into new solutions to old issues mm -hmm. and you know there was another phrase i i saw well it's a, it's a quote you would know the blaise pascal quote where you know it says all of humanity's problems um are a result of man's inability to sit alone in silence in a room and it's like hello we're here in the room <laughs> in silence it's it's the opportunity to um to think differently yeah i don't know care i know with with a few clients of mine who are maybe they've been used to working from home partially and now of course they're working yes. from home solidly um and uh, but they also have the the added input of maybe uh, children at home with them um uh you know being there sort of 24 7 school uh homeschooling schedules you know it's not working from home as usual it's even no, that bit no. is different is there anything additional that you would yeah. offer anything additional you would offer yeah. from a productivity perspective yeah i mean obviously you know it's it's down to the basics if you're there with the spouse you know communication understanding each other's schedules and 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 what's um what's important for each one of you. But um, a client of mine uh, with her husband, she's two very small children, so they need to be minded. Sure. And both, both parties are working from home. And she said they're working in two hour shifts. Okay. So two hours on, two hours off. But she was feeling a bit guilty that she was only getting four hours done in a day. And I reminded her that a lot of people in an office environment are lucky if they get four hours focused productivity done in a day. So she was quite relieved and understood, actually, yes, I am achieving a lot in those quiet four hours. Yeah. So we need to really move. And this is a whole culture shift. Some organizations are used to this, but 
most of, of our Irish organizations aren't so used to it, but it's the culture shift of moving from task-based productivity or moving from time-based to task-based. Yes. And this is what we all need to get used to. It's that it's not about the hours worked, it's about the result. It's about the outputs. And I think this is going to be a great time for us to learn that. It's, yeah. it's you know, it really is a great opportunity. And this is part of, of our new learnings, I suppose, all of this culture change, which we, need, which we needed yeah. to evolve to. Yeah. So I think yeah. there's going to be a lot of great learnings out of this time oh, as well. I, I agree. And, and it's, again, if I use the concept of comfort zone, which is one that you're well familiar with, it's um, if we look at it individually or even collectively as a, as a, as a human race, um, there's always been the, the dark before the new dawn, as it were. And I remember being at a workshop with um, uh, Caroline Nace um, in London only a few weeks ago. And she was saying that, um, you know, future generations will look back on this time as a new renaissance. It's, yes. you know, there's a new... Yeah if, yeah, if if we think of say the government's term here, which I love, that of cocooning as opposed to, to yes. social distancing, it's like yes. you know th there's the butterfly emerging. We're still in the the horrible ucky mess of the cocoon, but there's something new, and we can see the we can see the green shoots of that already. Even things like in yeah. this together as a hashtag, you know, fantastic. absolutely. There's some beauty coming out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. And 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 making sure we just give that some headspace is yeah something yeah. that I'm certainly doing. Um, Kara, I know you have many resources for people who are who are interested in the whole area of productivity or tips from working from home. Take me through how people can get more information through your website. Some of the resources you have. I know I'm looking at some of them in my bookshelf over there. Yeah. But, but you, 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 you fire ahead. Yeah. yeah, I mean, mainly it's it's everything is probably accessible through my website. Um, as you know, I have three books. Chaos to Control was my first book, um, Productivity for Dummies. And then the book I launched last year was on habit formation, yes. how to create and stick with your habits. Go on um, to the that book because it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Rise before your bull and other <laughs> habits of successful people. So, <laughs> and of course, your website is kiraconlon.com. Uh, That's right. Yeah, and That's we'll right. give it again at the end. And I know there's plenty of tips and resources on that as well. And of course, you're across all the the main social media platforms as well. I'm I'm reminded of a quote. Um, of Mother Teresa's um, in, that I think is so apt at this time. It's where, you know, you, I, I cannot do what you can do and you cannot do what I can do, but together we can do great things. And I think that's symptomatic of in this together and particularly from, you know, that sense of uh, productivity, effectiveness, focus. You know, we're not just doing it from a work perspective, but we're also doing it from a sense of achievement perspective. I think ourselves so that we have some yeah. rails to, to help ourselves forward. Um, I know that whole area of, of productivity, organizational skills is, is fascinating. And of course, it's so big and habits and routines and all. What, what, um, uh, 
how, how did your expertise in that area come about, Kira? Like what, like it obviously spoke to you, you know, it was like, this was a magnet for you. What, <laughs> how did it come about? Well, it, it, it wasn't a magnet for me in okay. that I was consciously aware that I needed it. Now, um, I was always a mess. Mm-hmm. I was always very disorganized, full of ideas, but never following through with them. Um, I thought success would just happen because I had the idea in my head. Um, but <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> so how it first came about was um, a conversation in my parents-in-law back garden in Cape Town in South okay. Africa with my husband's uncle who had been to the States and he had trained with uh, the guru of productivity, David Allen. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so he sparked my interest. He was um, teaching a process called Getting Things Done and he was doing it with Outlook. And my background was quite tech. Um, I was a, a computer teacher, a web designer, technical support engineer, loved tech, but also had this passion for obviously for um, self-improvement and and helping people um, with their own lives and problems of being a coach. So it sparked my interest. But at that time, I was purely looking at it as a sales tool, would you believe? I thought, this is interesting. I could use my current skills to get into companies and teach them how to increase productivity. And then I'll go and coach them all. So that was my initial tactic, was not for myself, Um, (laughs) but I had no concept. I was so unself-aware of how much I needed it. So by learning the systems and the processes to get more organized, all of a sudden the penny dropped for me. And it was, ah, Mm. this is how you focus. This is how you follow through and get things done. Right. So that was how it was a roundabout, a back door that I came into it, but it completely transformed everything about my life. Mm. Um, it, it gave me the mechanism to be creative, to be able to write books, to be able to run a business and have, you know, and, and, and run a household. And I have three boys and it just finally helped me to be able to fit it all in. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I just, I've, there's a few things going off in my head. And I remember now the first time I think we met, Kira, when you hosted Robin Sharma, the Canadian yes. speaker and author. That must be 10 years ago. It must be. And it's funny from that, yeah, from that event, yeah. um, there was a quote of his that has stayed with me. Um, uh, let organization and, and planning be the springboard. Let fun and spontaneity be the splash. I might be paraphrasing wow. it slightly. Yeah, but, yeah. But it's like, um, you know, we're not being organized for the sake of being organized. It's what it allows us to do. You know? That's it. And, yeah. and the thing about it is, and that was what I fought against most of my early years was routine and structure. I hated the idea of it and I hated the restriction that it imposed upon me. But that was what all changed when, when I finally realized what it was. It, was. it wasn't restrictive. It was completely liberating. Well, yeah. Because well. it allowed me to all of a sudden fulfill my dreams to be able yeah. to do the things I never thought possible yeah um yeah. so it's, yeah it the good really old is. Mean, means to an end it sort of allows you to be 
it allows us, it goes back to your piece there around, you know, to step into potential or to um, make the most of opportunities or just to live to live more fully, almost. Yes. Uh, well, it takes away that chaos that, that most people experience, that, that chaos in your head. We're also overwhelmed. You know, once we can clear that, it opens up exactly so much potential to be more strategic, to be more creative, whatever it is that we need to do. All of a sudden, there's space for it. Gosh, do you know, I'm, I'm no nabus when it comes to organizational skills, but I, <laughs> that's a new one. That's a new one on me. It's like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just sort of thinking on the inside. It's like, otherwise, like, oh gosh, I'm probably not making sense at all. That's because it's got, my head is going, but in a good way. Good, um, good. It's, it, the word discipline comes into mind for me. You know, it, mm. it's, it's discipline. And I might be wrong with this, but I remember reading somewhere that discipline comes from the same Latin root as the word disciple, uh, which I think in Latin means to follow. So it's like, I'm doing this in pursuit of something. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's also following a plan. And, and yeah. I think in, in all of my research around habit, it's this habit replaces this, um, this negative idea that we have of discipline. So mm. we have a negative idea that discipline is restrictive, but it's not. It's allowing us to, um, enabling us to, do what we want to do to, to get to that other side. But it's also um, with habit, it allows us to do it in a, in a simpler way because we automate that activity rather than it being yes. difficult and requiring willpower and grit every yes. day. Yes, yes. And I can see yeah. where that marries beautifully with your sort of technology, you know, the, the, that structural side of it. It's, it's the handrails. Yeah, it's the scaffolding on the building and you get to build the building. And maybe if the scaffolding is stronger, it can go higher. Oh, okay. I've had, I've had an aha moment, as Oprah would say. If, if, and I can say this has been a real tonic for me so far, this conversation in, in these challenging times. Is there, is there anything additional that you're doing, Kira, in terms of managing your own well-being or mental health in these challenging times? Because it's always nice for those of us who work in the field of coaching, where maybe we have some tools for that that maybe we yeah. can share one or two things there as well if that comes to mind so obviously i have good habits yeah <laughs> i'd better have i started writing my book on habits many years ago when i didn't have good habits so i postponed um, publishing it until i actually cracked it so i now do you know and i i have had um for the past couple of years a good habit i i meditate every morning I um, exercise, I walk my dog. So I do have good routines. But what's shifted for me, I suppose, James, is I have a sister in Spain. Right. And obviously she lives in an apartment um, with two children and they're not allowed to leave the house except for, you know, emergency mm -hmm. or, or, or shopping. And when I went out to walk my dog the other day, it kind of dawned on me that I get to do this. So it gave me a different insight in, in this being able to do this and being grateful that I can do these things. So very often, again, when it's a habit of exercise, it's routine. It's I have to do it. I should do it. I must do it. But when we shift that perspective to I get to do this, 
it, it can really, you know, make us see things differently yeah. and, and really change that from being a chore to yeah. being a gift. Yeah. So for me, that's kind of what, what's, what's helped in these days. But I have taken up knitting. Okay. <laughs> it's good. Put it this way. Better that the hands are on knitting needles than on apps on the phone too much. That's, that's one thing. Or, or, or eating too much. <laughs> well, I'm with you on that one. I, I don't know what it is. Is it the nurturing nesting thing? But I've been baking again. No, I bake anyway, but I just seem to have been Lovely. baking. And it's not just me because the, the flour seems to have gone from the shelves of supermarkets. Uh, yeah, flour, yeah. flour and bog roll. I don't know. The um, it, it's it's interesting that piece on gratitude because I don't think I don't think any of us will sort of take for granted giving someone a hug, meeting someone for a cup of coffee, mm. even being stuck in traffic, being on a school yes. run. You know the stuff that yes. maybe cause stress. We'll see in a different way, and that you know we we know with gratitude and attitude of gratitude and all of that sort yes. of stuff where maybe it has been words sometimes but now that's entirely different entirely different yeah, yeah. and that's a big there's, that's, there's a different that's one of the big gifts that's one of the big gifts out of this yeah is, you know we'll be counting our blessings uh for definitely, sure definitely definitely um anything and i know you'd mentioned there about you know you know, thinking ahead for three months or different um, reassessing plans, opportunity for more strategic thinking. I know with all of the different aspects of your work, Kira, is there anything that you have in the pipeline? I suppose I'm just really interested to see, is there a new book coming or is there anything that you're, <laughs> that you're planning for yourself in the, the medium term? I'll never catch up with you on the books, James, uh, no matter how hard I try. Huh? <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't written a new book in five or six years. So oh, wow. It, is it that long? It is wow. that long. The blogs have been yeah. going. And, and nowadays, of course, it's, um, uh, well, this is podcast, but there's also, um, you, know, you know, the way there's new products now, that's something between video and yes. book and that sort of thing. It's, it is Very one of the good. things that I'm contemplating, certainly, for, the, for, yeah. for this <laughs> Very time out, just putting a bit of structure on that. Yeah, yeah. No, the last thing I wrote, actually, I didn't mention, was the audio course for Audible, Get Organised. And that was last year's writing project. Um, but actually what this time has um, prompted me to do is something that is a real passion of mine as, as um, is for both of us, and that's meditation. Mm. And I'm actually writing a course, which is how to create the habit of meditation. Oh, Because in all my coaching, it is something that obviously I encourage um, everybody to do. I'll introduce them to it. And I think that, you know, you'll have seen it yourself. There's a massive shift. So 18 months ago, if you mentioned um, meditation in a corporate environment, it, people weren't as open. Uh, now people are just craving it. Yeah. But they want to know more and they want yeah. to understand how. Yeah. Um, and actually, the, the best feedback that I've got from my latest book, um, Rise Before Your Bull, just a woman that I was on a call with this morning said, since I read your book, I've been meditating ever since. And that's a year ago. Wow. So that's, you know, and I know how much that changes a person and how many shifts can happen once you start to meditate and also how that impacts those around yeah. so their children their you know their relationships 
So that's really something that probably if I was to look at priorities, I would have said this isn't something I should be focusing on right now. But I think there was a bit of an inner calling that said, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do it now. Yeah. So that's yeah. probably the next the next thing. Other than that, it's really, I think, you know, and you're probably the same. It's there's such a need now for um support for managers. People are are changing the way they work. So a lot of the work now is is focused on helping people both around their self-care, yeah. but also getting to grips with even the the ICT, the communications, the technology we're going to use, how do we communicate now effectively, and then helping them to create that culture, yeah. um, that new culture. So, you know, the yeah. coaching is definitely, um, sure. you know, something that's that's required as well as I suppose really is my main passion yeah I think it's going to be a fascinating space because if if we think about say the discipline of people management if we leave aside say Roman armies and all of that stuff going back centuries the in a business context it's really only come about since the industrial revolution when people were seen as extensions to machinery and functionaries and whilst that has been changing in the last 20 or 30 years, I think it's just going to balloon in a different direction now entirely. And this, and this current crisis is just amplifying that again. Yes. Um, uh, you know, I was reading an article, I think, in one of the newspapers at the weekend where it's like, well, hold on, if we can actually function working from home, maybe we don't need to be in long traffic jams as frequently or you know yes, all of that stuff yeah, of course yeah. for sure yeah. great okay yeah. we're going to we're going to move into close on this care because we could chat all day which is always <laughs> the, it's always the challenge with these but i'm i'm closing the interview elements or, or, or the interview episodes on my podcast with a little abbreviated version of the of the famous um proust if i'm pronouncing that right uh, questionnaire and of course that's that's one of the books you know the famous proust book what's it in search of time lost or whatever yes. i have it I've, I've tried to read it three or four times and i can't <laughs> so all things people, i may be starting it again but that's for another day but there's a few questions that i just think gives us a bit of insight into ourselves and she never know it might that might lead to something else um in terms of tangibles what's your most cherished possession Kira? i'm a bit of a wannabe minimalist <laughs> So um, I don't. I don't have too many possessions. Okay. I think I don't anyway. Marie, so it, <laughs> it has to be. It has to be probably uh, my Mac, which um, right. I'm a bit of. I'm a bit of a tech nerd, so my tech is is probably my most prized or, or my most important. The things I would grab if I had to run. <laughs> yes. Okay. The I hear you. The um, uh, is there anything because of course we I read plenty I think you read plenty as well I think all of us who've written books read plenty is there that you're particularly reading and enjoying at the minute? Um, actually, audio um, uh, the audio book I'm listening to is Malcolm Gladwell's latest. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, talking to strangers is it talking to yes. something like that? Yeah. Um, very very good, very interesting. Um, I, I must look yeah, into that. Very interesting. I, listen. I've read his previous ones, but I, I haven't got that one. I must, I must bear that in mind. If you were to come up with a little motto for yourself, or is there a phrase or um, 
um, um, a little quote that, that, that is meaningful to you? What might that be, Kieran? Well, if it's if if it's allowed, if I'm allowed one of my own, yeah, sure, that, that's, absolutely. I suppose. Being <laughs> so, one of the things that's come out of the last year, I suppose, is um, if you will want to if you want to achieve big things in life, you have to focus on the little things. Okay. So it's it's okay. really about starting small. It's that habit piece. It's you know small habit changes can massively transform your life. Lovely. That's that, and that's a lovely note to to finish with because I think sometimes we can get overwhelmed with things we want to do or the big stuff, but it's the it's the little baby steps. Um, yes. uh, that's that's yeah. No, I'm I'm here. That make a that difference. Mm. Um, and and chunkable. Yeah. Uh, yes. Really good. Um, I'm, I'm scribbling that one down. <laughs> Here, let me let me let me close by saying thank you, and let me remind the listeners of where they can connect with you. The main mothership is Kira Canlon. Yes. Dot com. C i a r a c o n l o n. Dot uh, dot com. And then, of course, you're available on social media as well. Um, thank you for sharing those tips and and insights. And, and hopefully um, uh, listeners have found this of, of benefit. And if you take something away, terrific. Uh, more information about me, James Sweetman, is available on my website, jamesweetman.com. And of course, you can access past editions of this podcast as well on all of the, the main platforms. So thanks again, Kira. Let's stay safe and, um, and hopefully connect with you again soon. Thank you, James. It was a pleasure.